When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a weekly column for a fucking internet website, and I would use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do a goddamn thing. Joining me today, you maybe heard us hit the goddamn harmonies on a Jefferson Starship song on an episode of ListCast. She's also a fantastic comic and a member of the horror comedy sketch team, Night Church. Check that shit out sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, making her first appearance on the show, Eve Esquire. Also joining me, he used to be my co-worker at Crack.com. We used to co-host a podcast called Your State is Insane, and now... We're just the best of goddamn friends, ladies and gentlemen. Love this dude so much. Always happy to have him here. Making his millionth appearance on the show, Alex Schmidt. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I don't have a co-host with me today, but I got a room full of guests, and that is just as good, arguably better. Ooh! Because a room full of guests, it's just not a co-host. Like, it's just <laughs> it's a, di- a whole different dynamic. It's just bad. I feel more in control than with someone else. I have to like tend to. It's just more. It's like having a house plant, a co-host, right? Yeah. Succulent. Yeah, yeah. Don't even need to water it. Well, we're mm-hmm. the succulents. Yeah, yeah, you're the succulents. Like a, a co-host is like, like a, a fragile orchid or something. Yeah, it's something you got to tend to, and uh-huh. it's a fucking tomato plant. Oh, yeah, yeah. You need it to produce. <laughs> you got to take care of it to make it produce. <laughs> it's a solid analogy. Hey, speaking of that room full of guests, first time guest Eve Esquire is here. Hello, everybody. First time on this podcast. We were on an episode of ListCast together. We uh, did a banging rendition of a Jefferson Starship classic 80s classic uh nothing's gonna stop us now nothing did stop us no we got through that entire chorus we began singing we're like is this happening we're like we're gonna let it happen we really fucking went for it i think i released it just as a clip you for did. all the world to hear uh You're welcome yeah. world yeah you are very welcome uh speaking of the world tell them a little about yourself uh, hey everybody i'm eve Square. i've been here for 20 years and i've still not made it Woo! Yeah. Here in L.A. or here at the studio? Both. <laughs> Both? Both. Woo, spooky. It is almost the almost Halloween. True. Almost the yeah. Halloween. Tomorrow is the Halloween. The Halloweens. The, Today is Hallow, All Hallows Eve Eve. All Hallows Eve Eve. Eve, because tomorrow's Featuring Eve. 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 Nice. Yeah. Also uh, here, who are you? My name's Alex Schmidt. It's great to be here. You've been on this podcast before. I believe so. Yeah. I've been on your podcast. Hell yeah, dude. We uh, used to work together. Hell yeah. We got so much history. 
We just told a sad story about maybe never meeting. That was, of, that yeah. was that's for the outtakes. They'll that hear that, was, that someday. Was a butterfly effect story. It really was the ripple effects of yeah. my strong decision making that day. Here's another universe I, where I'm here with somebody else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I swear. Like a few days ago, I was introducing someone to alternate history as a concept, like the South wins the Civil War and so on, and I got a similar vibe from you and me not meeting. That's that's for real. Yeah, I'm an alternate history guy. I like it's it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a man. Of the I mean, not that and all that. Not yeah, that yeah. part. Like the South winning. I'm. Not, oh, yeah. That'd be great. Right. Right. <laughs> only oh, worse outcomes. If yeah. only. <laughs> I. Uh, I, I normally cut someone off at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I, I was uh, surprised you didn't do that. I, I do this whole of... bit. Well, the problem is I just complained about the dog laying on my headphone cable. She's also laying on the cable that I would normally plug into what <laughs> I use as a soundboard. Oh, I see. So she's causing all sorts of problems. That's, uh, that's what she does. So I guess I won't cut anyone off. Disappointing. Yeah. Wait, ask me, ask me how I'm doing. Alex, how's it going? Well, I'm... There we go. You know, the hardest... Uh, <laughs> that counts. We did it. <laughs> so we should probably just get right to what we're talking about today, right? Oh, yeah. What Amen. is that? We're talking about rich people. Oh. Right? Yeah. We're specifically... I mean, not specifically. We're not going to spend the entire episode talking about Ellen DeGeneres. But her name's hot right now. And not hot in a good way. It has been a Vanilla Ice-esque fall from grace for Ellen DeGeneres. In that right. it took, she didn't even get to sleep with Madonna. She didn't get to sleep with Madonna. She didn't get to dance with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, although she's almost certainly danced with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That must have happened. It has to. She's danced with everybody. It's obnoxious. Oh, yeah. It's a requirement. Everybody rich. Yeah. Yeah. All the rich people. She's danced yeah. with all the bushes. And it's her version of like when you try to go through customs, but like for going on her show, like you must yeah. dance instead of presenting a passport. It's like a soul yeah. train line <laughs> that. Yeah. Now I kind of want to go on Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason why I want to go on Ellen. It's right down the street. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. She tapes up here in Burbank. Oh, yeah. I know. I mean, I know a couple people who work for the show, so I know As she's somewhere like. close. Yeah. I know her assistant. Oh, what's what's the let's name everyone. I can't first and last name name and dish (laughs) on any stories about Ellen. They've told us. I just know his partner makes really good dessert. Oh, because I was just going to say the girl I know who works there has a bitchin Ellen sweatshirt that uh, I would like to own. It's a hoodie. It's nice. That sounds good. But she's been in the news lately for a couple things. One, uh, she got all buddy buddy with George W. Bush at a it was at a football game right a cowboys game i think yeah uh they got like flown there by yeah ownership. and she was like oh well, sometimes you're friends with people who have beliefs that are different than yours and yeah. everyone was like no he's a war criminal that's that's the problem yeah well she also said all the criticism of her was just people on twitter being mad because that's what people on twitter do which well, is that's really where, a hand waving of you know like thoughts and ideas uh, <laughs> yeah that's one way to put it but also where else, where else are people going these days to express their opinions right like that's that's where 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 else do you want to see it yeah you want people to write <laughs> it on fucking bathroom walls put it on facebook no one's on facebook anymore oh, of course my hometown pe- is What's your hometown? Mountain Home, Idaho. Name so because you can see mountains Idaho. from your homes. Oh, 
Holy I mean, Carolina. most most homes near mountains, you can see those mountains from the home. Oh, I know. There's no irony in Idaho, so that didn't <laughs> register. So Ellen DeGeneres, her being friends with George Bush is that's that's Illuminati shit, and I don't yeah. I don't care for it whatsoever. What? And when it's it's mainly the way she doubled down on it and hand waved anybody criticizing it. Like no. just if she sat next to him at a game and then handled it good, I think it would be different. But yeah. she she truly handled it poorly and has continued to not handle it well. You disagree? Uh, hard disagree. Number one, she's a lesbian at a football game, not just any football oh, yeah. game, a Texas football game. If I'm a lesbian in a Texas football game, I am seeking out a former president who's from Texas and I'm like I don't feel safe. Can I, can I just hang <laughs> oh, yeah, on here with sure. you for a while? <laughs> also, in the whole scheme of war criminal, like George Bush was like like a Barker's beauty to me of the whole presidency. He was more like a spokesmodel. Oh. <laughs> like like I, I look at George Bush and I'm like, oh you poor thing. I look at Dick Cheney, I'm like, you're a fucking dick. You are totally a war criminal. You have done evil things. Yeah. I look at Bush and I'm like, Oh, I strongly disagree because George Bush was the president. And when the vice president came to him and was like, hey, what about we wreck the Middle East for decades? George Bush could have been like, (laughs) no, but he was like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want. You that is if Dick Cheney was like, hey, I want to murder the person in your living room. And George Bush was like, yeah, that's fine. Do whatever you want. They both go to prison for that. They absolutely both go to prison for that. I don't know. Reagan led a kind of a... Yeah, send also- Reagan to fucking, like, dig him up and fucking put <laughs> him in Guanta- Guantanamo. <laughs> Well, I mean, I did you guys see the fires are approaching Reagan's library? Good, good, <laughs> That's good. That's going on. Burn it to the ground. Yeah. But also, if I get <laughs> a chance to be part of the Illuminati, I'm not taking it. I'm not taking that chance. I mean, that's a separate discussion. It is. Like, yeah. I'm obviously going to join the Illuminati, but, but, but I'm but, still going to shade George W. Bush at our functions. That's yeah. fine. That's also, if the Illuminati take a George W. Bush membership referral seriously, I don't think they're very good at what they do. Like, you got to go yeah. through somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm much better people. I'm yeah. already, even though I said it's <laughs> Illuminati shit, just through doing a conspiracy podcast, like, it's really sending me in the opposite direction you'd expect a conspiracy podcast to take a person. Because, like, in terms of the Illuminati, I'm like, I think that's just, like, government propaganda. Like the government uh, wants really paranoid people to be like, yeah, man, it's the Illuminati and there's nothing we can do about it. Meanwhile, the government's like, we could do something about it. Yeah. Don't, don't you? <laughs> like, we could certainly do something about it. But if you think we can't, that's fine. No, I yeah, it's the that. Illuminati. Uh, but also, Jay-Z is in the Illuminati. So, totally. like, the symbols are there. The baby. <laughs> the baby's there. The baby. The ba- Did they? Blue Ivy, which stands for four. Ivy, how does it come? Oh, that's a thing? Yes, oh, man. that was a thing. Wow. It maybe if they spelled it I V, but they spelled they it can't like make it too. Obvious. Maybe it's a Wrigley Field reference. I don't. Under- <laughs> okay, like the World Series is going on. I don't know who's playing. I know. I know Houston is the Astros. Astros, yeah. And then, uh- <laughs> Eve said ass. <laughs> that was sweet. But yeah. So the Ellen DeGeneres thing and George Bush, people are up in arms about it. Yeah. I agree. I would join the Illuminati. I disagree that George Bush isn't a total fucking war criminal. But here's the thing. What president isn't? True. 
Even Obama is. Even yeah, even if not a war criminal, like every president we've had in recent history presided over some really unfortunate shit. Even not so recent history. Yeah. Which actually it's only been like what, two hundred and fifty years, so it's like pretty much all of all of our history is recent history, basically. But the the most recent Ellen controversy I saw, and this isn't quite as widespread as the George W. Bush thing, but I saw it on Twitter and I've seen a bunch of references to it. I saw a bunch of people retweeting it. And basically people are up in arms because Ellen collects vintage Rolexes. (laughs) (laughs) There is the, the tweet that made the rounds most recently from a username Raphael Shimanov, R A F A E L S H I M U N O V. He is verified, y'all. Must be nice. <laughs> Just joking. And it's only got like a thousand retweets, something like that. It's it's res- got respectable numbers. And it says, meanwhile, in Los Angeles. And it's got three headlines about Ellen buying vintage Rolex watches. And then a picture of Skid Row. And if you read the comments, the implication uh, seems to be, hey, why is Ellen buying vintage Rolexes when people in L.A. are homeless? Right. Which I get it, but also, no, that's not that's that's not really. <laughs> I, this is to me small town thinking. Like so many people from my hometown, because I follow like a lot of message boards on cool. Facebook groups from my hometown to say, like, is it safe for me to go? No. Again, I'm not laughing about Idaho being tried as a witch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, just so many reasons. Um, but like, anytime anybody's kind of rich, they always do the same thing. Either they elect them governor. Yeah. Or it's like, why aren't they giving us money? They have enough. We have nothing. It's like, I, I'm a big believer in Wallace Waddles. Uh, he wrote the um, Science of Getting Rich. He was a uh, oh. Unitarian at the turn of the century. And he said the purpose to get rich is to help your community. You create jobs. You stimulate that. That's how you do that. Ellen has a full-on, she has a full-on like economy going on just with her show and her other projects. She's doing her part. Well, also, one one quick thing with that tweet. I think I'm glad you said who it is because that guy, Raphael Shiminov, I think he's the guy who either did or promoted the the video edit of Ellen explaining her Bush thing while there were clip like pictures of Bush's war crimes behind her. Mm. Uh, Like I think he's kind of on on, like the Ellen beat now. So it feels like it. uh, Yeah. That's a very specific thing to be doing, but that's probably why he's like picking this Rolex thing at all. Cause it seems like there's lots of celebrities you could do this with almost every celebrity. Yeah. She's, she's like substantially richer than a lot of celebrities. She's in a different level, you know, but it's still a issue. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot of issues with it. Uh, For one thing, does she pay taxes? Because if so, I don't give a fuck. Exactly. (laughs) Like she's she's paying in. Like if she's paying taxes, she's doing more than other millionaires at her level. If she's paying taxes, yeah, there are. We'll talk about the article more in detail in a minute. But there's like sixty U.S corporations in 2018 that paid zero income tax one of including them, amazon and one of them including uh basically a far- big pharma yeah eli Lilly. meanwhile i got a fifty four thousand dollar tax bill recently granted it's for a few years <laughs> but there should not be a single year where i pay more taxes than amazon yeah that's nuts 
That is fucking insane. So if Ellen is paying tax on her money, even if it's not as much as she should, I don't fucking care. Like, I I don't care what she spends. Like, once you have that money, you kind of need to spend it. Otherwise, it's just all going to go to taxes. And to Mm. a point, I get that you don't want to, like, the thing about vintage Rolex is that's an investment. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if I was her kid, I would be psyched for the day she dies and I get all those Rolexes. Well, I'm psyched for her dogs, because that's probably who's going to inherit it. Oh, yeah. Does she have kids? No. I don't know. Oh, well, maybe Portia de Rossi will kill her for those Rolexes someday. And that will be a fascinating story that we will all benefit from greatly. Yeah. And then we see the Lifetime movie telling the events. We all win. Uh, and somehow they have the double denim on denim outfit that's highlighted. Hell yeah. That never actually hey. happened, but it's a manufactured memory now. Canadian tuxedo? Yes. She was wearing one? I No, but we're going to make that happen. Oh, I'm into that. I mean, Kanye looks all right in one. And the thing about this notion, like even taking it beyond Ellen, just the idea that, oh, well, you have all this money. You could just like fix homelessness in your town with all the money you have, why don't you do it? Like when you hear that from people on the left, where a lot of the Ellen uh, hate is coming from right now, uh, including in the comments, uh, people saying eat the rich over and over and over. We get it. But also, do you understand how conservative and right wing that line of thinking is Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, we don't need the government to fix our social problems. Ellen will fix homelessness through charity. Fuck you. Make Reagan fix it. Again, dig him up and make him fix what he caused. The homelessness problem in Los Angeles can be traced back to deinstitutionalization in California under Governor Reagan. Oh, yeah. Like, I get it, but also fuck off thinking Ellen is responsible for fixing that shit. Maybe the government can fix the way taxes are uh, applied to people who make that much money and use that money to then fix the homelessness problem. But that's the government's fucking fish to fry. That is not Ellen's job. It's not goddamn Bill Gates' job. It's not any rich person's job until the government addresses that shit. It's fascinating that you mentioned uh, Reagan as governor. I recently watched this documentary on the Cockats, which was a drag troupe up in San Francisco. Um, Sylvester, you know, You Make Me Feel Mighty Real came out from there. Divine was part of them for a while. A lot of them made their money because they got subsidy from the government, California government, because they were ineligible to work. We're talking people who were trans, gay, and had... uh, just like mental difficulties having a normal job. So basically the government's like, hey, we're going to pay you not to be in society. And then like, great, wow. we're going to do that. We're going to create this art. And it's like that worked for a long time until Reagan, a former actor himself, was like, nope, we're not going to let this go anymore. So then nobody got money. People were going crazy. People couldn't get their meds. And then you have this like huge surgence of homelessness. I, You're very, very connected. Right. Yeah. I'm also realizing I know very little about drag culture or Idaho. This is all fascinating. I'm very excited. (laughs) And again, again, in the comments, someone says the government's currently owned by those people. That is the government's fault. Any rich person 
allowed to have that much access to the government is going to take that much access to the government. That is not something you can expect rich people to police and be like, oh, well, I have all this money and power and influence, but I'm not going to fucking wield it. That is the government's responsibility to not be influenced by that shit. So again, not rich people's responsibility. I'm not saying it's great that some people have as much money as they do. I don't disagree that people with a certain amount of money need to distribute it a little more evenly for the betterment of society, but they're not going to do it on their own. No no one's going to like, they're going to have to be forced. And, and fixating on Ellen or like any rich person who is a celebrity is like, it's such a, dumb thing that I think people do all over the political spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of most of rich society is people you haven't heard of. And then the celebrities are like substantially poorer than those people but are famous. You know, it's like every every we were talking about Jay-Z before every sports ownership group is like Jay-Z owning a fraction of 1% and being famous and then like a Russian oil guy owns the team. Yeah. You know, like oligarchs and shit. That's what actual like wealth and celebrity is. Like those are the tears, you know? Yeah. 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 (laughs) And, um, going back to Idaho again, I'm going to further educate people about Idaho. I said before the, um, things that Idaho love to do is like vote rich white men as governor. We recently had an election last year where, um, the lieutenant governor ran. He was a rich white businessman from the oh. most populated county, Ada County, where Boise is. He ran against a Native American senator, a representative from northern Idaho named Paulette Jordan. Uh, okay. Paulette Jordan got a lot of criticisms like, oh, well, you you went. she grew up on tribal land. She grew up on a reservation, but she went to school in Spokane. Now, if you ever seen a map of Idaho, there's a panhandle that's like about five feet wide. And like right. she grew yeah. up in a rural area and she, and she got criticism. Well, you weren't educated in Idaho. And this is somebody who could have done so much for the rural population of a state that is mostly rural. rural it's hard work. Rural durer. Yeah. You've been watching go. 30 Rock. Yeah. 30 Rock. For a yeah. rural population. And they're like, oh, I guess we're going to vote for the rich white businessman so we can get her out. <laughs> now let's complain about the rich again. I'm like, and like the lieutenant governor. He's living not in the governor's mansion, but in a condo that he owns and is getting money back from that. Ah, uh, yeah. Nice. Classic. It's like, yeah. I, I, I don't understand poor people because like poor people love and hate rich people all at the same time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the the guy who started this Ellen Watch thing on Twitter, uh, he posted a follow up tweet to people who were saying, you know, this isn't necessarily Ellen's responsibility. And it was just this website that talks about the idea of a temporarily embarrassed millionaire, uh, which is what people what how he would describe poor people or people who aren't rich, who are also defending Ellen. In his mind, those are people who all think they're going to be rich someday. They're all going to be millionaires someday. So they have to defend Ellen now for that inevitable day when they're going to be rich. And and he and he also wasn't clever enough to come up with that. That's a John Steinbeck quote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it (laughs) credited John Steinbeck on the website. But it's like I get that to a point, but we still above anyone else need to hold this government accountable. Like, that's where all of this shit begins. And I don't think it's unreasonable to be like, like, maybe we'll we'll figure out how the government's going to fix it. And if that fucking 
uh, take some money out from underneath Ellen, so be it. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to that. But, like, we're going to go for Ellen first? Really or, weird. Or we're yeah. going to, like, go for Elon Musk first? I mean, that might be all right. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, like, there's a hierarchy before we get to Ellen. Yeah. There should be an app. <laughs> and we should get to vote for the top five people who get their shit taken. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I'm I, sure that'll all break down fairly and oh, yeah. not along racial lines or anything. Oh, yeah. I, how fast would Obama I meant like everything? I meant like yeah. all of America, not the three of us. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can't. That guy who, again, is I think mostly just trying to tweet the Ellen beat now. Uh, yeah. He, he can't just hand wave people who are not that mad at her about the overall concept of poverty as people who are like stooges for the rich that that isn't really what's going on Uh, yeah and she also i don't know if you took all of ellen's money if it would fix the problem in just in la no no there's a difference between being a billionaire which bill gates is and he is trying to do various things like create like a very super efficient toilet for impoverished areas and trying to eradicate polio in Africa. And with constant failure and disruption, I yeah. may add, um, and, and a $75 million. Like, he has hundreds of billions. There, there's no comparison. Yeah. Also, I will say my boyfriend's dad was a very famous comedian, was a millionaire, lived in Beverly Hills, the whole spiel. Ooh. Stan Freeberg? I don't know. Uh, you will know he wrote you ain't getting nothing for christmas and a lot of other things Mm. that may be the biggest thing that people know now and he had a tax bill and then he was like oh fuck 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 the irs (laughs) okay i (laughs) am going to convince pbs to give me an hour-long special Uh so i can say fuck you to the federal budget this is real please youtube stan freeberg federal budget review and there's dancers, there's totals. It, it's it's like Penn and Teller's bullshit before Penn and Teller's bullshit. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it, that's it advanced. Is, yeah. It'll m- blow your mind. And, of course, he got audited every year after he did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Obviously. if you want to talk about rich people taking a stand, he did, and he got crucified. Yeah. Which is why we live in a shitty apartment in Valley Village. Why? <laughs> And it's that kind of thing, like, I, I feel like nobody in this totally knows about the numbers or is, like, following it. Like, like even that guy, Shuminov, he his tweet, the most expensive watch headline, I think, was, like, uh, uh, 750000 Right. And, like, uh, Adam, you found articles on just, like, Ellen's net worth and earnings mm-hmm. per year, and she's making, like, tens of millions per year. Like, she can she can buy these watches and do the thing he wants. Yeah. It's Absolutely. Not and like- she does. <laughs> like, that same article goes through all of the, the things she's, like, all of the charitable yeah. causes she has donated to. Yeah. Like, she sometimes just on her show gives motherfuckers money. Yeah. And then there's like a famous story. She gave some woman like 55 grand and the IRS went after that woman for Mm -hmm. taxes. Yeah. And it's like, go after Amazon, you fucking monsters. Yeah. And go after people who are many, many, many times richer than her who just you've never heard of from watching TV. Like, like think for a second, man. She also (laughs) raised three million dollars for the Humane Society and St. Jude's Children's Hospital by taking a selfie at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah go out and race th- i couldn't raise 30 dollars by taking a selfie like that's that's fucking impressive like she does she it's not like she's fucking hoarding her money and throwing it all in the tower she is giving yeah. some of it back presumably she's paying taxes and my question about 
what's happening with Ellen right now. Kind of the same quote. We did an episode of ListCast last night about the best pro athletes of all time. And Great. I'll, I'll be able to contribute to this oh. conversation. And Serena Williams won. Spoiler alert. Oh, that wow. episode doesn't come out for a couple weeks. But oh, wow. Serena Williams won. Michael Phelps also made the list. Uh, Michael Jordan made the list, obviously. Yeah. Of course, he was number two. Uh I think Deion Sanders and maybe LeBron James was fifth. I don't remember who was fifth. Wow, Deion made it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He was Neon Deion. Neon. Look at me. See? Sport. Sion? <laughs> uh, and I hope that was what Dion said when he did stuff. Like, Sion? <laughs> Pretty cool, on. I hope so, too. Sion? That was Neon. <laughs> Gonna go to the Dion. bathroom to pee on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, we have fun here. We have fun. And Serena Williams won, right? Oh, Michael Phelps was on the list. He was number five. Or yeah, he's he on the Phelps, list. Yeah. And Serena Williams won. And we had all these comments from people who are like, Serena Williams isn't even the best tennis player of all time. Also, are we just oh, going to ignore that she cheated in 2018 by getting signs from her coaches? And it's like every fucking person on that list is a little impure. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Phelps won all of those Olympic, all of his first Olympic medals, Michael Phelps won wearing a suit that was subsequently banned <laughs> in every other Olympics. Yeah. Where are the comments about that? Where are the comments when you're talking about, oh, she cheated? Michael Jordan bet probably on basketball games yeah, while probably. he was a basketball player. Where are the comments about that? And the reason I bring all that up is why is Ellen's watch collection such a betrayal, but Jay Leno and Jerry Seinfeld's car collections are cool TV show ideas? I, yeah. Like, why yeah. don't they have to sell some of those cars and fix homelessness? Like, Jerry Seinfeld has a lot of those cars in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he has garages in his brown st garages. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I would watch shows about New York. I'm like, where do they park the cars? How do you keep them safe? Apparently, you have like a $5 million brownstone somewhere, and you're like, most of it's just garage to keep my fancy-ass cars in New York where you can only drive so many miles an hour. Yeah. Makes well, perfect sense. I would, like, if I had Jerry Seinfeld money and lived in New York, I would buy a fucking helicopter. Yes! <laughs> like, there's yes! no way I'd own a car. I would have a helicopter come get me on my roof, or I would take the fucking subway. Even as Jerry Seinfeld. Yes! Yeah. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen in New York in 2019 as Jerry Seinfeld getting on a subway? You're going to be on Instagram. Wow. Someone will be like, oh, fuck. That's it. Yeah. We're all too cool to care about Seinfeld anymore. True. Yeah, I, I don't know why we're all, maybe it just Seinfeld made that show so nobody cares, but like car collecting is pretty bizarre. Like you have to have an entire building on land you own to even contain them. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's some really weird stuff to do. Yeah. Like watch, also, you just put it in your closet. It's very normal. Yeah. And, and also well, you have to have the watch winder that turns your watches every so often because otherwise it'll stop because a lot of Rolexes. Okay. Are Again, my One piece of gear. Great. Boyfriend was a son of a millionaire. I know a lot of shit. Um, <laughs> and also, a lot of those cars need to be temperature controlled because, like, he, he's yeah. not collecting Corollas, okay? Like, he's yeah. collecting, like, um, Jepson Interceptors or something like that. It's, like, fancy-ass cars are made out of fiberglass. Yeah, their car collection is decreasing the housing supply. Yes. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> but that's fine. Like, I don't, I don't fucking understand it. Yeah. And, like... 
the thing of even the thing about her being friends with George W. Bush, it's like he's got a lot of friends, you know? And it yeah. becomes a problem when you see things like what happened at the CNN Democratic debate a couple weeks ago, <laughs> where after two and a half hours of not asking about climate change, not asking about campaign finance reform, they closed the debate by asking everyone, inspired by what happened with Ellen and George W. Bush, tell us about a friendship of yours that would surprise people. Fuck off. <laughs> tell me you have no friends and want nothing more than to fix all the problems in this country. That's who I want. I don't care who the fuck you're friends with. You want the nerd. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, at the end of the day, who fucking cares who Ellen's friends with? It's not going to undo yeah. the damage in the Middle East. If she unfriends George W. Bush. Yeah, her. Well, she she's handled it in a shitty way and, and deserves lots of criticism. And also, like, this is just a product of the larger problem that we haven't had, like, a, a Bush war crimes trial. So, like, this will this kind of thing will just keep popping up anytime he's in society and people don't shun him. Like, right. it's just a if you're mad, this is all happening out there in the world. Like, this is a product of much bigger things. <laughs> like, yeah. Can we take her the current president first? Like, yeah, that, yeah, that it too. by like level of importance again well speaking of right. him that brings up another thing that wasn't brought up in that debate and that's kind of why I, I circled back to that debate in the george w bush thing is trump's 2017 tax cuts like if you want one fucking demon to point to that is really taking money away from everyone but rich people it's that like yeah. we mentioned earlier in the show that there were 60 companies in 2018, 60 American companies that claimed paid zero taxes, uh, Netflix being one of them, which they also operate in L.A., just like Ellen. Like, <laughs> why don't you want your Netflix subscription to help fix homelessness? But Netflix paid no taxes. Amazing. Netflix paid <laughs> no taxes. Right. Netflix yeah. paid no taxes and did not pay the Rackdingers a uh, good wage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Netflix has uh, really had an impact on like what TV show writers are paid. Like yeah. it's like Netflix has done all kinds of foul shit, and yeah. no one's beaten down their door to go fix Skid Row. You can probably see Skid yeah. Row from Netflix. Yeah, like, I think that's pretty likely. And also, like, yeah. I have a pretty good job, not a great job, but I'm like seeing salaries for a lot of writers for like Netflix shit, and like I make more now. In the long run, I make more in my safe little office. I get to write as much as I want because I can shut my damn door. I you get health benefits. I have a door. Oh, that's the best. Well, and it's like, eh, eh, I don't know. Like, wh where's the benefit of wanting to, like, write for Netflix right now? Yeah, and I don't, like, I don't say this to throw anyone under the bus or, or make fun of anyone, but I know several people who've been on television, had steady television gigs, and were also, like, driving Uber doing yeah. freelance work on the side. It's like none of this shit yeah. pays anything. And do not have right. health care. Right. <laughs> Big Kay fucking nuts. Caitlin Gill has a great album out, and one of the jokes in it is about, like, I, fi I finally saw my... It's, it's the exact thing you said, Adam, but it's like, I finally saw the show I worked on on a billboard for real, but I couldn't stop because my passenger for Uber really needed to get going. <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. that's the thing. <laughs> And the thing about those 60 companies uh, that didn't pay any taxes in 2018, that number was 30 in 2017. It literally doubled because of Trump's tax cuts. Yeah. 
I, I feel like that Trump tax cut is really underappreciated as like his only major law. Like it's sort of, it's sort of like Obama was really hamstrung after those first two years, and the one the one big big thing was the Affordable Care Act. Like Trump's one big thing is this tax cut for mainly billionaires and corporations. Yeah, like it should be defining him much more than like all the wacky stuff, even you know. Yeah, and I I well and the and the human rights crimes, but you know what I mean. Right. These tax cuts are fucking nuts. Uh, those same companies that paid no taxes, they did so while earning a combined seventy nine billion in pre-tax income ah that's a lot of fucking money uh yeah, but i haven't seen them on tv and heard they bought a watch so that's okay yeah true not, <laughs> not a watch a rolex a rolex is not just a watch yeah it's really not <laughs> is that's this a man hold on hold on <laughs> yeah I, that's the thing uh, that use, was my favorite comment. It's like, why don't you just get a five dollar watch? I'm like, why yeah. don't you just get like a paper ring when you get married? Yeah. It's it. This is a treat. Why don't you sell your car and buy a skateboard? Right. Uh, that's that's another crazy not understanding money perspective. To be like, once he bought a Rolex, he could finally tell the time. You yeah. Know? It's like really, <laughs> you're just not getting it. No. Oh, it's great. <laughs> uh, a lot of those companies actually got tax refunds. Including Amazon got like 129 yeah. million back from yeah. the government. That article found you found. Yeah, I expected it to just be they didn't pay taxes, but there were like massive rebates. In yeah, there. <laughs> it's crazy. It was like they used honey on their tax return, and it found the best deals in <laughs> yep. unapplied promo oh, codes. The app. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was thinking like honey catching flies for a oh. second, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, it's gross. I mean, maybe. <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> might work. Uh, the cut in the corporate tax rate alone will save corporations $1.35 trillion over the next 10 years, according to the Joint Committee on Taxation. Revenues for the nation, that's us, uh, that's oh, okay. homeless people living oh, yeah. on Skid Row, things of the like. Uh, revenues for the nation from the corporate tax fell 31% in 2018 to 204 billion. So we lost the people, the nation lost billions and billions of dollars in tax money that is now in the hands of corporations that also got tax refunds. So sorry if I'm not mad about Ellen's fucking watch. Yeah. Right. Like how many like how many dudes have fucking watch collections and we don't. Like I really do think that's a big part of it too. Like She's a woman and like women aren't allowed to be cool <laughs> and like having a fucking Rolex collections. Cool. Like, yeah, sure. If I had the fucking money, I might do it. Like she's a woman. She's a lesbian. Her wife is way hotter than most men's. Yeah. We must hate her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all, and it's not that we're saying like this one problem is much, much smaller than this other problem. We're saying like the Ellen thing is with the watch is not a real problem. No. Like fundamentally not even a problem. No. Uh, and the and this other thing is an actual problem. Right. <laughs> like the widow of the woman the widow of the owner of King World, which distributed like many game shows and produced the Oprah Winfrey show, she has a wall made out of jade. Not a small oh. wall. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> A huge fucking wall. She lives up in like the Mount Olympus area, I think. Just a place that common. <laughs> She's a Greek god? My god. She, basically. Well. No, you don't know about Mount Olympus here in LA? Oh, no. Is we that, have one. Is that like the Elysian Fields thing? Is that that? Um, it's, it's Dodger Stadium. I, 
No, no, that's Elysium <laughs> Stadium. There, there's like this really rich. It's like if you drive down the four or five, it's probably not Mount Olympus. There's like an oh, area where so you like you see separate. the beautiful houses up oh, there. Man, that's they... where she lives. <laughs> like, like, like Getty style. And like, like, wow. Maybe I'm more a, a like thoughtful of don't worry about Ellen's watch. Worry about the incredibly rich because L.A. has so many enclaves with them. Maybe that's yeah. why. Like, like if you don't live here, maybe it's less obvious. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's like I hear all these stories about the super mega rich. Yeah. Uh, second half from my boyfriend is like, I've seen this shit. You don't want to you don't even want to know. Yeah. It goes deep and it's like way more offensive than you can even imagine. Right. Um, I'm fun at holidays with his family. <laughs> and I'm getting nervous because I may be meeting Pat Boone this Thanksgiving. That, which oh, yeah. you want to talk about your W. Who's the friendship that you're most unlikely? I'm like, this is the one I want <laughs> yeah. to have happen. It's going to be your answer next time you're on a That's democratic right. debate. Pat Boone, the only guy who's only celebrity still living in... Beverly Hills. I always yeah. surprised Pat Boone's still alive. Pat Boone and for, former Buffalo Bills quarterback Jim Kelly. Um, Pat Boone is myonic. Oh. Anytime I see either of them, I'm like, really? He's superhuman. Oh. Yeah, William Shatner. I'm glad he's around. William but, uh, Shatner, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like ageless for being he old defies. he is. He defies. Yeah. He defies all logic. You like, see him, you think like, oh, he looks pretty good for a 50-something year old. And no, he's in his, I think, late yeah, 80s. Yeah, he's like 108. Or 90s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking gross. It's great. Uh, it's gross and great. <laughs> so this is a quote, uh, back to the nation losing, uh, 31% of our revenue from the corporate tax. This is a quote from Matthew Gardner from the Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy. This was a more precipitous decline than in any year of normal economic growth in U.S. history. And these are tax cuts that were supposed to pay for themselves. Right. Because it's that same fucking trickle-down economics <laughs> idea where if we just give rich people money, they're going to spend it on giving us all jobs. And that has yeah. never, ever, 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 ever been the case. I'm ordering this book off of Amazon right now. It's just 500 pages of never, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> I should put a transcript out Yes, for this. But like that, it's not happening now. It's never happened before. Yeah, it's not how it works. <laughs> and right now, our national deficit is the biggest in history. Trump ran uh, on a promise to eliminate our national debt. Instead, it climbed 41% in the first four months of fiscal year 2019 alone. Hey, does anybody remember when that uh, lying cheater, cox, getting his cock sucked guy, uh, Clinton, was impeached? But we had a balanced budget. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you got to give and take there, Trump. Also, we're talking about politics, and until you said Clinton, I did not know who you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it could have been lots of people. Could have. Yeah. It's like, is this about Rod Blagojevich? <laughs> How do you even know about him? <laughs> it just goes to show you that it's like, it's like vice and character doesn't necessarily preclude you from doing something useful and good. It's right. like, fucking buy your... Fucking buy yeah, a yeah. Balenciaga of a full collection and then just burn it because it makes you happy if you have that money and you're helping your community out. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I agree. Like, I think we're kind of short on words and mental frameworks for understanding how shitty Trump is because we've had assholes who were also like competent and we've had nice guys who were not competent. And, and then he's like really combining the two bad parts in a, yeah. in a way we, we don't see a lot. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. Yeah. 
it's like he is an apt dictator. Yeah. Like yeah. he's he's good at it. And like the most frustrating criticism of Trump is this notion that Trump is dumb or Trump doesn't know what he's doing. Like anytime, like anytime that's, that's probably the, cause Alex knows I've been saying, I've been kind of saying what Trump is going to do for like four yeah, years for a, now for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times I would hit a wall where I'm talking with someone and they're like, Oh yeah, but he's too dumb. Like he doesn't have any plans. He doesn't know what he's doing. And I guarantee you someone will hear this and tweet at me or leave a comment and go, yeah, he clear like he's too incompetent to know how to do anything. And it's like, well, then how come he's doing all these things? Yeah. Right. He like it's not luck. He's basically told us I'm going to fuck you over and you're going to still vote for me. And it's true. I like 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 there's a really great Trump documentary on um, the tax free Netflix uh, <laughs> where it's like he takes on like he takes on like the subway director of New York in like 1984 and he wins and this woman's very educated and like oh. it, it just shows you like how he does it how he he's like a fucking magician which magicians are not stupid because you have to make oh, people no. believe that magic's going to happen even though magic doesn't exist sorry spoiler <laughs> I, it's just like Watching everything, I was like, this is going to be bad. And now that he is president, it's like, oh, fuck, it's so much worse than I ever thought. And it's like, he is not dumb. What makes Trump's presidency so much worse than I thought it would be is people seeing all this happening and just thinking it's not happening. Like, I assumed he'd get in office and we would all collectively as a country be like, oh, shit, we fucked up. A lot of us are, but a lot of us are like, eh. Yeah. It's all right. It's not that bad. <laughs> like Twitter is all a, a, a flutter with concern and worry, but you get out into the, the rest of the country, middle mm-hmm. America, shit mm-hmm. like that. They're like, yeah, I don't love the guy, but <laughs> I'm also white. So I'm to Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I went there last October for my mom's funeral and I met a, randomly with like a couple of high school friends and like we were like you know one was an asian gay guy there was me and there was my socialist friend and like we we're just quite a collateral and then like all these white guys in a ducati come up and like hell yeah we're going to the trump rally in elko nevada you want to come and like is a, is a ducati like a sports car is that a actually thing? it's not a ducati it was just like it was like a redneck ducati okay i don't so, know why i'm fixated definitely on not yeah i wouldn't be fixating it's like mountain your home if i was at a trump rally and a ducati pulled up i'd be like oh yeah (laughs) and see that coming but like they invited (laughs) us out and they were like the the, the broiest bros i ever saw my hometown during that week my eyes got opened so much like we had a um we had a car dealership that had the banner buy a truck get a gun nice annual event annual event they love trump in my hometown they love him so you didn't go to the rally though have you been to Elko, Nevada? I have. It's not great. It is. It looks like Mars. Yeah. It's scary. Looks like the scare. Oh. Looks like the bad it's part full of, of aliens. Looks like the bad part of Mars. Yeah. Oh, the it's bad neighborhood with of the Motel Eight. When I drove, that's where I stayed. When I drove <laughs> uh, cross country, when I moved from New York to San Francisco, we drove cross country and we did it like really leisurely. And it, so it took a couple weeks. And the last place we stopped before driving on to California was Elko, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was in the passenger seat and I just Googled Elko, Nevada to see like 
what what's the haps in this part of town? Maybe yeah. be like Vegas Junior. That's kind of what I was hoping. And instead, the first headline I saw was, is a serial killer murdering <laughs> tourist near Elko, Nevada? No way. Dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's just drive through. Let's just go straight to San Francisco. Probably safer. Uh, is a serial killer murdering podcast hosts in a uh, <laughs> like purge hat? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the thing. <laughs> like, well, keep going. Okay, uh, boy. <laughs> yeah, and the the thing about Trump and like people not. I guess I'm not surprised by this, but the people who should be turning on Trump are the people who voted for Trump. Yeah, and there, I, I recommend this book all the time. It's called The Authoritarians, uh, and it is basically a roadmap to how a a not just a trump supporter but anyone who votes or follows that type of leader like how their mind works and uh you can get it on audible uh i think you can get it on the guy's website uh i forget his name uh the guy who wrote it but uh one thing he talks about is people who follow this type of leader they don't really there is no right or wrong when it comes to what that person does. Like it's yeah. right if he does it because that's their, that's their authority figure. That's who they're following. And if he's doing it, it's for a good cause. Like even if he's doing a bad thing in their mind, well, it's ending with him still being president and him being president is the ideal outcome. So whatever he does, it's like this circular kind of thinking where, well, yeah, it's bad, but it, it it's a good outcome because Trump is president and even though what he's doing is bad it's good and it's like there's no there's no getting through to him no yeah it does it does seem like if and when he loses in 2020 if he does uh there there could be some kind of lost cause myth around him where it was like oh he got backstabbed into losing and he yeah. was always the great president and and like there's going to be a, a core group of people who never let him go yeah even if he gets two terms they're like ah should have been three we were screwed and all that said, I do kind of resent when people are like, like the most recent one I saw, there's all these uh, protests happening in uh, Bolivia right now. And someone, or, or no, I think they were the protests in well, Chile or uh, uh, no, anyway. uh, Spain, okay. Catalonia. <laughs> I, I don't really know. <laughs> Who is it that's trying to break away from Spain? Oh, probably the Catalans. I yeah, guess. I think it's Catalan. Yeah. And there were these protests, all these people in the streets. And there was this tweet where someone was like, America, are you taking notes or are you still just tweeting? It's like, bitch, you are the size of Delaware. We are like, call me when all of Europe is in the streets and then you can shame us. We are gigantic. Like you can't expect those kind of like we might be able to get like all of Louisiana out or something like that someday. But getting all the United States out in the streets isn't. It's not realistic. We got to think of something else. We need a yeah. group of mercenaries. We need the A team. Yes. To take out Trump. And just any tweet about being like, I'm smarter than being on Twitter is like exhausting. Like, cut it but out. But you're on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you're, tw- you're, you're tweeting it. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't turn your account down. Tweet at us. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's really frustrating that, like, getting back to these tax cuts in the, the whole Ellen thing, like, that was one of the, the cornerstones of Trump's campaign was, I'm going to get rid of the debt. Uh, we're going to lower taxes yeah. for everybody. And it's the debt is worse. Taxes have gone. Uh, everyone's paying more except rich people. And 
where are all the people who voted for him who are like, hey, you said you were going to do a thing and you didn't do it. But he knows what he's doing because he was on The Apprentice and he knows how to fire people. He knows how to get it done. Right. He's a businessman. <laughs> I, I swear to you, I, I saw like this report about the most popular reality programs. And this is how I knew Trump was going to win the presidency. Oh, yeah. Isn't it? And this was like in like probably 2015. And it's like. You know, because it's like, you know, like, yeah, Jersey and Jersey Shore and like, oh, 16 and pregnant. Idaho was firmly for The Apprentice and Idaho has always been a red state. Like since it became a state, it's like, yeah, we're just voting red. No person ever comes there, visits there to court folks. It's like, yeah, yeah, you're going to vote red. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as I said, I'm like, yep, yeah, he's got the he's got the Republican vote. He's because got the show is popular in Idaho. Super popular. Again, uh. I don't get it. We're mostly rural, but we. They love white businessmen telling them what to do. Yeah. I, it, it's just fucking disconnect. I'm moving to Idaho. I run a business. <laughs> I'm going to fucking buy me a Ruby Ridge compound, get a shack, get some guns. You can get plenty of guns. <laughs> Live it up. And lie about that you ever lived in. No, when you go, you say it's like, I had to get a California too weird. Yeah, I will. Too liberal for me, man. <laughs> I had to get out. <laughs> but we see this in Burbank, and, like, this is the weird thing about Burbank. There's so many gun stores and shooting ranges. Like One right across from a synagogue right around yes! the corner from me. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, one of my when I moved to Culver City, one of my first celebrity experiences there was reading that Hillary Duff had gone to our gun store, uh, which is, like, <laughs> a weird uh, version of a celebrity experience in L.A., yeah. but there you go. It happens. Maybe the purge is coming. <laughs> Hillary Let Duff. the rain fall down there. <laughs> That's a good song. Super. I, I saw her in concert at a Nickelodeon <laughs> event where she sang live. Oh, yeah. Clay Aiken was there. That's why I was there. If you're listening at home, Eve is doing no air quotes around singing or other performance <laughs> concepts. Uh, I like how you added that Clay Aiken was there. Like that's that's, that's a just that's a justification. I was a Clay. Oh, okay. That's cool yeah. then. Clay Aiken sucks too. And I had the worst picture taken of me with him. Like my friends like, take a picture of me, take a picture Clay of us. Aiken. Took a picture of her, looked great. And I'm like, take my picture. And I make this face. Oh yeah. And I had to put a yellow sticker over my face going not suitable for people who are pregnant. I met cause miscarriage. <laughs> I met Ice T at the W Hotel and a friend of mine took a picture of us and fucked it up and the picture's all blurry and shit. Uh, which oh. is just heartbreaking. That's why don't yeah. take pictures with celebrities. Yeah. Just don't. Leave like, them alone. I had the most perfect celebrity interaction with Pat Oswalt. It's by UCB. It was early. I walked down the street. Boom. There's Pat Oswalt. Handful of comic books. Um, and my eyes go like, oh, and I smile at him. And then he smiles back at me. And then he looks down at his feet. Walks down. Perfect interaction. He knew uh, that I loved him. I didn't have to say a fucking word. He didn't have to say a fucking word. We both went on our day happy yeah the only only people i've bothered recently because la you really do see celebrities kind of kind of frequently yeah the only people i've bothered for pictures were uh i i I met julia from the coat hangers my favorite band but like their shows are always at like clubs so they're just like out in the crowd before so that's not hard but also glenn howerton from it's always sunny in philadelphia oh cool was backstage at a portugal the man show yeah and that's like one setting where i'm really not keen on bothering celebrities because it's like i'm there too and i don't want to like 
seem like a weirdo, but I was like, fuck that. That's Glenn Howerton. I'm getting a yeah. picture with him. And that was before I found out he was an anti-vaxxer and all that crazy shit. Oh, is he? Oh, I think uh, so. Yeah. Rich something people like that. are so anti-vax. Yeah. They're nuts. I yeah. discovered this thing called His, homeopathic inoculation. You know what that is? Oh no. What is it? Uh, I know it works, right? <laughs> No, it's so. bullshit. <laughs> it doesn't work. I don't know what it is. I just know it's effective. It's like if you don't want to give your kids the measles, rubella, and um, the other thing that's in there. I, I forgot. Mumps. Mumps. Yeah. If you don't want to give them that, take the homeopathic inoculation. It'll almost protect your child. Right. It will not. It's a powerful cocktail of wishes. Yeah. Uh, that will. Yes. <laughs> that will cost lots of money. Yeah. So, do we have any final thoughts on Trump and rich people and taxes before we get to a listener opinion? Well, especially, like, since Trump and Ellen have been maybe the two people coming up most, like, people just need to know that, uh, like, people you haven't heard of are in charge of most stuff. Uh, like, don't, and, and are often the people to do things. Like, don't expect Ellen to solve homelessness because you've seen her on TV. Don't expect Trump to be a brilliant president because you've seen him in a reality show on TV. Right. Uh, like, like there are also people you haven't heard of that you can find out about who are either the greatest villains or greatest uh, heroes, usually. Yeah. Like Norman Burlock. Yeah, right. He's great. Also, yeah. Jennifer, I saw that concert, too, in Vegas. Oh, Jennifer oh, Fendelander in the comments row. says she saw oh. Clay Aiken and Kelly Clarkson in concert. It was a great concert. Oh, is that like pre the voice Kelly Clarkson? Like yes, still yes. This was idle. like 2003, that's legit. 2004. Yeah, that's like, or that's like core supporter. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's as long as her second album was out by then. Yeah. Because yeah. if you saw Kelly Clarkson and didn't hear Since You've Been Gone. like Oh, actually it was from, but I did see her at uh, the Central State Fair singing that song. Okay. That's a, I've never seen Kelly book. Clarkson live, but I would love to. She's great. She is She's a treasure, and I would love to write for her show. Yeah, anyway. I've never seen it. Um, so I like that's the my voice, opinion. though. That's my opinion, I guess, on Rich. I was like, I would love to write for <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know. Like, like, I grew up in a trailer court, and my boyfriend grew up in Beverly Hills, and we lived very different lives, and every single time he tells me a story about his life, I get very pissed off. Because it's like... <laughs> He was like, he was the voice on the Littles. He was the voice of Charlie Brown for Dolly Madison Cupcakes. I'm like, how did you get these kids? I'm like, my dad got them for me. My dad is famous. He got it for me. And if you're a famous father, you can get anything. And that's my impersonation. Must be nice. Yeah, I grew up super fucking poor. Yeah, and it's like, oh, and like, I was getting like, okay, they and I wanted to be an actor. I wanted to be a comedian. I'm like, okay, they have local commercials. I need to go audition for these. Mm -hmm. Mom, can we go? I was like, it takes effort. Effort sucks. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm ready. Let's go. I'm (laughs) cute. I'm not getting any cuter. (laughs) Um, But I just, I see, I know a lot of rich people who are hardworking. I know a lot of uh, richest people in entertainment who are like, you know, they're still getting just by as well. So it's like, if you think people in entertainment are going to be the the way that libertarianism somehow rules this country, you are so, so mistaken. Yeah. Like, who pays Ellen? They have way more money. Right. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> well, even, like, it, it, everyone was mad about, oh, a bunch of rich people bribed colleges to get the rich people's kids into colleges. And our solution has been to, like, keep focusing on Felicity Huffman. Yeah. And I, that I, she deserves it. And that doesn't solve it. Like, yeah. That's not fixing no. anything. Uh, not long <laughs> She's after just the one from TV. That's it. <laughs> and not long after her, uh, prison sentence came down. Uh, I saw someone on no CNN. No quote marks on that either. I saw CNN. <laughs> someone on CNN was like, 
well, this is just proof that wealth and privilege isn't always enough to keep you safe. It's like she went to prison for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Right. That is the definition of wealth and privilege keeping you safe. Yeah, very much. Too so. far, and I think she got out in like a week. It's like that is the definition of wealth and privilege. And she probably was not serving in like, you know, like, oh, here's where all the child molesters and yeah. uh, murderers are. Although it would have been funny if they just like threw her in solitary for yeah. a week. <laughs> slide food through the fucking yeah. slot in the door. What if she eat it, you pig? What if she came out of it yoked? Like she was just doing chin ups the yes. whole time. Tattoos? <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> fucking like, cornrows, right? Tattooed yes. tear under her eye. Like now she's T two Linda Hamilton. Like it just changed her completely. Yeah. What's the <laughs> What's the tear under your eye? Killed someone to get my kid into college. <laughs> you never learn. And also, you know what? I don't mind it. It's like they're just throwing their money away so their kids can, like, yeah. play them out of college. I'm like, and you know what? The college gets, you know, probably a little bit better. The only the uh, only concern there is if it's taking, like, scholarships away from kids. I true. don't like that. Yeah. True. I, I think it's kind of either. collapsing society. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to a listener opinion. But first, I forgot to do this at the beginning of the show. Shout out to our $50 subscribers. Ann Bankson, Rebecca Stewart, Kaisel Borski. And newcomer Jesus Cisneros Macias. Oh hell yeah! And uh, since I normally do that at the beginning, I normally do this part right now, which I'll do now. Our twenty-five dollars subscribers, buckle up. T. Cookson, Ryan Bory, Eddie Baron, Five X Espinosa, Chaz Chitwood, Mike Ski, Homerostasis, the ghost of Dave Thomas, mm. Nolan McLean, Shelley, DJ West, Katie Rimmer, Reby. Kelly Stanaway, Teresa H., whatever that means, James Hill, whatever that means, Carson Tuttle, Danny W., A.J. Lindbergh, and Jennifer Fendelander. Thank you all for your support. Hey, Jennifer. Hell yeah. Every one of you gives us more money than most people. That's right. Yeah, and Jennifer just correctly commented that also Lori Laughlin yeah. got uh, attention for the admissions thing. It's true. It is the two of them and then yeah. dozens of other parents. Uh, you've never even heard of them, you know? Yeah, meanwhile, there's like it. an instagram video of dr dre being like bought my daughter's way into usc and we're like oh it's fine i guess that's okay but her her husband basically supplies target with most of its clothes yeah so i mean it's like you guys have more money than fucking god why don't you just create your own university yeah and someone the other day also was like why isn't william h macy getting any shit for all the stuff felicity huffman's getting he's with kid donnie and he has lots of love to give well, it's because he's on Shameless, and that show's fucking great. Mm, yeah. You're going to send William H. Macy to prison and fuck up Shameless? Mm. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we need it's crazy. more than ever with Emmy Rossum moving on. Oh, I cried. I cried <laughs> when she left. It's my favorite show. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to this uh, listener opinion. It's uh, kind of in line with what we were just talking about. Hello, Unpops crew. This is partly in response to the Bernie opinion in the Listener Appreciation Week episode that recently released. I'm not as concerned about Bernie's age, but that is a factor. The more important issue, however, is how the Sanders and Warren campaigns will split the progressive vote. A lot of people are growing more concerned about the fact that Biden is somehow still leading polls for the primary. I think that the progressive side of the party is larger than the moderate side, So if Sanders were to drop out, then Warren would take her rightful place at the top of the polls. Another good strategy would be for Warren to drop out and be Sanders running mate. But either way, they don't need to compete against each other. Best wishes, Jacob. Should Bernie Sanders drop out of the race? 
That's a good question. It seems uh, a little early. I think. Yeah, I think. I mean, as far as I can tell, like Biden and Warren and Sanders are a step ahead of everybody else, mm-hmm. and so it's more incumbent on everybody else to drop out. Uh, yeah, like especially the especially the super fringy uh, psycho people, but also like Amy Klobuchar, who is horrible to her staff and should have dropped out long ago, can leave. You know, done. Let's yeah, like, like her first, and then and then the the front runners later. Yeah, find you someone who loves you the way Amy Klobuchar hates Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Watch that last debate when Amy Klobuchar talks about Elizabeth Warren accusing her of using right-wing talking points, and Elizabeth Warren responds. The camera stays on Amy, Amy Klobuchar the whole time, and she's just like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Just fucking fuming the entire time. <laughs> Give that cameraman a raise. Yeah. Ellen. Great. Yeah. She took those feelings out on an entire staff afterward, I'm sure. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think maybe the concern here is if uh, Sanders and Warren both get to the primary, maybe like there's concern that be. like they could cancel each other out and Biden would win the primary. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Uh, yeah. I also I, I think it's just hard to like tell any one candidate to be the chess piece that moves that fixes all this uh, for uh, mainly because they aren't listening to us, uh, but also because like anybody running for president is like dementedly fixed on being the president. So, yeah, it's just hard to like ask him to do that. You know? Yeah. Is Bernie too old? Uh, also, like it's fair to ask if anybody's too old and if their age matters and also people kind of age differently. And I know nothing but what I've seen of like, Bernie, he seems like he can hack it, and Biden, maybe not, and Trump already can't. You know, like, it varies between yeah. people, yeah, mm-hmm. despite uh, age similarity. I'm worried about Trump's posture. He leans too forward in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, he, he feels like he's going to, I mean, I know he's a smart man. I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm just saying he has poor posture. Yeah. When, and he, it's when like, he stands, he looks like one of those boxing dummies that's like yeah. a little bit forward. It doesn't make sense. A little yeah. off balance. And like, <laughs> you know, that can cause real serious back problems and that can lead to drug issues because I have a chronic pain condition right now. Oh, Took some hydrocodone for that. There's fucking shit all. Oh. And it's only 85 cents with my copay. Oh. oh, the last part is good, right? No. Okay, never mind. It's like, why is this so cheap? And then like, I get drugs for my diabetes that I also take care of. And it's like $15. And like the muscle relaxers, which actually do shit, are $94 because they're not approved by my insurance. Mm. And I'm pretty sure Trump can get the good shit. He probably just has injectables. Yeah. I have no reason for starting off on this tangent. Well, I, <laughs> Look, whatever happens with this election, let's not fix that situation. Okay? Let's keep right. the medical system exactly like it is. Oh, 100%. Uh, with no improvements or upgrades or nothing. Does it's not going yeah. great for everybody. Charity will take care of it. Speaking of that, I have some CBD uh, topical pain relief <laughs> samples out in the living room. Uh, brought to you by Elixicure. New sponsor for Unpops.com. Well, Elixicure. Elixicure. Uh, I will you try. can actually go to Elixicure and use code UNPOPS at checkout to save 20%. No. And oh, we yeah. make a little money also. And it's like a CBD product that's available in all 50 states. It's like Icy Hot, but instead of whatever the fuck is in Icy nice. Hot, it's got CBD in it. And uh, if you buy it, they give us money. Christmas is coming up. Buy someone you know who's in pain. Uh, CBD pain relief. Elixicure.com. I am really glad you brought this up. And quickly before you wrap anything up or whatever, like 
things like Patreon and like sponsorship because like all of us have done comedy in some form and not gotten paid for it. In fact, have probably spent more money doing it than we've ever gotten paid yeah. back. Like yeah. it's 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 a very expensive, luxurious hobby. Yeah. Um, and like things like Patreon and things like getting ad sponsorship for stuff. People contributing and supporting things that they like is absolutely the greatest thing you can do at a local level for local comedians. Yeah. And because, like, I know I've read your columns for, like, years on Cracked. Oh, thanks. I know. And I'm still, like, kind of a little... I think I've read yours. I don't remember, Alex. I'm sorry. No, I don't do... I I don't do a ton of text there. Yeah. So you probably haven't seen it. Very good. Yeah. But, like... It's just really cool to me to see, like, Adam, like, you know, you're, you're hanging in there and you're doing something. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm lucky that uh, the the following that I had at Cracked, some of them uh, followed me to all the other stuff I'm doing. Uh, very supportive. Um, we fight in the comments sometimes, but that's what people who do, people who love each other do. We just sometimes <laughs> argue, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm really lucky. And uh, any money is good. And how I, many Rolexes do you have? I have eight Rolexes now that have all been purchased with proceeds from uh, Patreon. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we all did that by seven, get one free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I use uh, $6 Rolexes. If you buy 10, they're only $5 <laughs> each. So I just stock up every 18 months or so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean, if you do want to try CBD stuff for your pain, do go to Elixir and use uh, code UNPOPS. You save 20%. Cheaper than if you bought it in the stores. Mm -hmm. And we make a little money, too. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else to say about Bernie dropping out. Like, I don't don't think he should. At least not right now. There is a, I think, a good thing going on where the the party. It seems like they set up with the debate system. There's like a really gradual but still very concrete thing where like each debate raises the standards of polling and donations for being in it. Like, because all these people are nuts. None of them are going to drop out willingly, and so you have to have stuff like that where you just kind of like drift them off to the side when they are still getting one percent of the vote now. You know, yeah. Like that's that's positive. I, th- I think. We need a lot more rounds of that first, and then we can talk to front runners about like yeah. what's right to do. You know? Yeah, you're right. Amy Klobuchar can go. Yeah, Hul- Julian like, Castro are- can probably kick rocks. Because if like four of those people drop out, that's like what seven percent of the vote is now freed yeah. up. Like I'm legitimately curious who they'll pick instead. Tulsi- that might actually matter. Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, she Man. can always she can always go hate Muslims in India. <laughs> like she doesn't have to do it here as our president. I have only heard crazy things about her. Tulsi Gabbard is a fucking problem. And I don't care. Like, Like, I know people are upset that Hillary Clinton was like, "Eh, maybe she's a Russian asset. Here's the thing. Maybe she is. Even if she's not, (laughs) she's a big, big problem. Tulsi Gabbard is how we end up like, I say this all the fucking time. She is how we end up like Australia, where if you want to vote for the pro-immigration candidate in Australia, you can't. You can vote for the very anti-immigration candidate or the just oh. sort of anti-immigration candidate. And if we were to elect Tulsi Gabbard, that's how we get to that point in this country. She will be that Democrat who, once she's in office, will be like, okay, we don't need them all here, right? Like, <laughs> we can build some wall. We can all agree on that. Like, she's a fucking problem. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. she gets a lot of her support from the the BJP party, which is the 
ruling party of India, it's the like world's Modi's India party. Yeah, oh, boy. Uh, it's Narendra Modi's party, and Narendra Modi is a Hindu nationalist. Right, like people are getting murdered in India for like fake news about eating beef and like just all this anti-Muslim shit that is skyrocketing in India, and that is the party that gives Tulsi Gabbard all her support. So even if you don't think she's a Russian asset, if you think she's a good presidential candidate. It's probably because you're not comfortable supporting Trump anymore, but you still want to hate Muslims. Wow. Yeah, or it's just some kind of misguided outsider thing you're trying to do. I mean, don't do that. Uh, like, she's an outsider because she's apparently crazy. Is she's... <laughs> or at least very in the wrong and sane. You know what I mean? It's not good. And here's the thing. I know it's 2019, and this isn't what we judge people on, but she is uh, very attractive in a, like, yes. super villain way. That gray, that streak of gray hair. Like that is a every, very Marvel Comics hair. Every yeah. debate, I expect Tulsi Gabbard to just like levitate and for lasers to come out of her eyes and just like, <laughs> oh, well, we done it now. We got, let it's a like, fucking Avenger run for president. Well, it's like maybe that's the one thing that can take Lex Luthor down. Yeah. Either that or the <laughs> Avengers show up and we're like, shit, they hate immigrants too. That was the only reason why I was really rooting for Marianne Williamson. I was like, maybe the only thing that can take Trump down oh, is just like this yeah. fucking weirdo. Yeah. I would have been like, fine. <laughs> fine. We deserve it. If Marianne Williamson won, you shouldn't have elected Trump, motherfuckers. That's right. We're probably going to elect like a Toyota Camry next. Like. <laughs> There's nowhere else to go after electing Trump. We got to elect Marianne Williamson. Just return things to kind of normal. Yeah, yeah, because it feels weird. Like if we, because like if either one of the top front runner Democrats, you know, Biden, Bernie, and Elizabeth Warren, if either of them win and they get in their office, we're gonna, we're gonna have a readjustment period. It's like where's the craziness? Where's yeah. the, where's the big yeah. scandal? Because yeah, yeah. like they're gonna have scandals and stuff, sure, but like they're not gonna be like what he did. What? Yeah, it's like there's no porn star. That's how we get the purge. We'll have all this pent up aggression and then Trump's out of office and it's like, where do we put it? (laughs) Purge time. And who do we murder? People who listen to music on their cell phone without headphones. Mm, Agreed. 12 hours. Anyone listening to their cell phone in public, like watching a video. Like loudly. Yeah. yeah. Loudly with the speakers on around other people. Purge them. Yeah. That phenomenon. I'm like. I'm less mad and I'm more astonished. I'm like, wow, you really just feel this is okay. Like yeah. I'm, I'm more just amazed, you know, <laughs> like, cause it's so out there as a, a thing that would be uh, acceptable, but it's not. Well, you can probably find their car in the parking lot, taking up two spaces, probably. Yeah. Handicap. Oh yeah. Yeah. With a boot on it. Yeah. They're like eating somebody else's food off a table or something like all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm sure. Yeah. I saw a car. We'll get out of here. I know we're sort of rambling, but <laughs> I saw a car a couple weeks ago across the street from the Seven Eleven near me and it had a boot on it. And then the next day that car was in the parking lot of the Seven Eleven, still with a boot on it. It's like, did you carry it over there? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> How did oh, you so it moved locations. Yeah. <laughs> it had a boot and it was across the street. The next day, still a boot, but in what a parking if, spot at 7-Eleven. <laughs> why if it's a detachable, but like they figured out how to jimmy it off, but they I know, know. <laughs> their car is going to get towed if it's not on there. So they just put it on there after they park. It's oh. kind of like, you know, like when you like, you get a parking ticket or something and you're like, eh, I got a couple more errands. I'm going to leave that on there. So they want yeah. another one. That could be. If I take it off, they're going to put another one right on there. Mm. That's true. That never works, by the way. Uh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, uh, should we get out of here? It's been a good episode. It's long. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm feeling good. Been going for a while. I feel like I've learned a lot. It feels good. Uh, yeah, this is a this has been a a, a fun episode. Uh, just fucking, you got bigger fish to fry than Ellen DeGeneres, America. That's that's my that's I want that to be the main takeaway here. She's not yeah. your demon. Yeah, broadly gain perspective on what the fishes are. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like figure it out. Figure it out. What America. funds the fishes? Literally, <laughs> literally, she's Dory. Oh right. <laughs> Right. Don't fry Dory. Is fry it, a different. <laughs> so what's the Walt Disney Company doing, huh? Building more theme parks? Owning yeah. all of our money with Star Wars and the Simpsons on their live streaming? Like, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to have to get Disney Plus, though, to see The That's, Mandalorian. That Simpsons thing is really tempting, yeah. Yeah. It's Werner Herzog in space. I mean, this, yeah, is, I'm this is what society is fucking seeing to. the Mandalorian one way or another. <laughs> I'll steal it or I'll pay for Disney Plus, but I'm going to see that fucking show. It looks great. All right. Uh, this has been a good episode. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Patreon.com slash unpops. As always, we do uh, two bonus episodes every week. And uh, in addition to that, you get bonus episodes of Pretty Scary, Conspiracy the Show, we do new episodes of ListCast only on Patreon. Uh, we have a show called Unpops Every Day that comes out twice a month uh, that you can get only on Patreon. So uh, check all that out. And uh, I'm going to be on tour next year. So uh, be on the lookout for dates for that soon. Bolo. Ty? That means be on the lookout. Oh. Yeah. I like already having good 2020 news. That's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. I'm looking I, I don't mean to the it. election, just the year. You know, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the year is going to be terrible. But oh, absolutely. I'll probably do some fun stuff. Alex, what do you got to plug? Uh, uh, please listen to the Cracked Podcast if you can. And, uh, of course, support this. And uh, I wrote a new piece for the New Yorker's website uh, that I feel good about. Comedy piece. Very nice. Yeah. So you can just Google my name and them and find it. Just uh, just Google him, please. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> he doesn't have all day to tell you everything he's up to. That's Air Alex Schmidt. <laughs> Air Schmidt. <laughs> Change the name legally. <laughs> Eve, what do you got to plug? Um, well, I am part of Night Church. We're the only horror cult comedy sketch team in LA. It's cool I, team. I don't know if that's true, but I'm saying it, so it must be true. Uh, I'm sure publicly. it is. Uh, we're the fourth Sunday every month at the pack, but you can also look for Hail Night Church on social media and see our videos. I just uh, We did one for Halloween that I did, which was The Great Pumpkin's Coming, Charlie Brown. And guess what? The pumpkin made a man come all over inside of his pumpkin head. It's going to be worth it. Hell yeah. Um, also, I'm going to be on the lookout for um, going to be doing live streaming dolls for my house. So look me up on Eve Esquire. Excuse me? Yeah, um, I do a live streaming uh, doll talk show and a live streaming doll improv show, uh, which is weird and strange. Which uh, is- Can you leave, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've only summoned Satan once, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> um, be on the lookout for that and please 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 treat yourself to youtube google stan freeberg federal budget review <laughs> and just be amazed at somebody green like that treat yourself treat yourself all right let's get out of here alex say goodbye goodbye eve say goodbye toodaloo goodbye everybody we love you goodbye.